Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky College of Dentistry and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment Cooperative Extension Service. Kentucky Smiles offers listeners information on maintaining oral health, advancements in dental treatments, research, and more. Hello, and welcome to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Mohamed Bazina, an Assistant Professor of Dentistry with a specialty in orthodontics at the University of Kentucky. Welcome, Dr. Bazina. Thank you, Dr. Hunter, for having me today. And uh, I hope that people will enjoy listening to us today and may hopefully benefit something from this conversation. Well, I am very excited about our topic today that we are talking about braces, orthodontic treatment. When is the best time to consider braces for our kiddos? How do we know if they're a candidate? We're going to answer all those questions um, for parents today. And I told you as we were chatting a little bit beforehand that I have a a 10-year-old that orthodontics braces is currently a a conversation that we have going on on in our house. So I'm excited to learn from you today as well. And we're going to get started with the question of how can a parent or guardian know if their child needs braces? So in general, your general dentist will be the one checking on the dental development of, of your child. According to the American Association of uh, Orthodontists, usually they recommend that you have your child being seen by an orthodontist at the age of seven. So if your dentist didn't mention anything about braces around age seven or eight, I would ask them about it, I'll, or at least I'll go and ask for an evaluation by an orthodontist at that age. So I will say as a parent, I also have a 17-year-old and you know I remember when I was growing up and I did have braces, but it was probably high school before I was ever evaluated by, by an orthodontist. And um, with my son, he was probably that age, six or seven, when his dentist recommended that we have him evaluated by an orthodontist. And it blew my mind because that that I was not expecting that until we were much older. Now, unfortunately for him, he had a very small mouth. And I think our dentist knew that we were, um, that we had a lot of orthodontics in our future with him. But it did really surprise me that that was just the general recommendation at that age. And so when you take your child to be evaluated by an orthodontist, what can you kind of expect at that appointment? So usually when we see them around age seven or eight, we see them at that age when we might not be starting treatment for every child. About 15 to 20% of these cases will probably start at that age because they might benefit from what we call phase one braces. And the rest, the 80% or the 85%, we probably wait till they are 12, 13 years old. So it will be a clinical evaluation by an orthodontist just to make sure that the dental development, the skeletal development of the child is appropriate for that age. Uh, sometimes we take an x-ray, um, but uh, usually we start with a clinical evaluation and see if we need uh, further investigations. 
Yeah. So that was something else that we, that we learned with our kiddos is that we'd been so through so much with our older one in terms of phase one and phase two and kind of all the things with orthodontics that when we took our little girl, when she was probably about that age as as seven, just for that initial evaluation, I would have told you her mouth was just as small as his and that we were going to have the same issues as, as what um, he was. And they did the initial evaluation and said, you know what we think, we think her mouth's going to grow. We think she's going to be okay for a little while. So we tend to do um, once, maybe twice a year is what they've recommended to me. But, you know, I just take her back periodically for checks. So as she's growing, they're kind of monitoring. The orthodontist is kind of monitoring her development as well. Is that fairly standard after that first check? Yeah, that's usually what we do. And we do it because these 15% or 20% of patients might benefit from phase one. And the goal of phase one, usually to avoid future surgeries or the future need for taking teeth out. So we want to make sure we take advantage of that age group if we can avoid complicated treatment in the the future. Excellent. And let's talk a little bit about a person's bite or a child's bite. Is that something that, especially if we're seeing it when they're when they're little, that could correct itself as they grow? Or is that something that they need early intervention for as well? That's a very good question. And it's a very common misunderstanding. I think people think that with growth, uh, the bite will correct itself. But unfortunately, it doesn't happen. Uh, in most of the cases. So uh, if you see something, I think it's better to go check with an orthodontist, uh, have the patient or your child been been, uh, evaluated by an orthodontist because most of the time things will not get better on on their own. So let's talk a little bit about treatment. So you said that average age for a child to likely need orthodontics is 12, 13? For females, I would say maybe 11, 12 for for boys because they go through puberty a little bit later. I would say 12 to 13 for boys and 11 to 12 for, for girls. So if following an evaluation, it is determined that the child needs treatment, are there normal activities that they might need to avoid during treatment or considerations that a parent should have beforehand? Uh, you know, kids these days are very busy and very active. So I get that question every day in the practice. Many of my patients ask for uh, bite guard. So we make uh, a lot of these if they play any contact sports. So you just need to communicate with your orthodontist if you if you play in contact sport, if if they can make you a bite guard to protect your teeth, or uh, if you can buy one from uh, a store or. Uh, so we can we can accommodate uh, to the patient need with stuff like that. What can a patient and or a parent do during treatment that can help orthodontic treatment go more smoothly? So orthodontic treatment is not something that as a clinician we can have 100% control over. Uh, patient compliance is a very important <laughs> factor in the treatment, starting from keeping the teeth clean, not breaking appliances, wearing rubber bands. Some of the appliances we use are removable. Uh, so we always tell the patients that it's it's a team effort. The doctor and the patient has to work together to get to the ideal result. So uh, we we base, not most, but many of our treatment on, on patient compliance. And if they don't help us with what we need to have happen, uh, treatment can take longer. 
Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today and bringing awareness to orthodontic care and especially um, just exposure about when we should start those initial evaluations. Because as I said, it was something that that took me off guard with my first. We were better prepared for a second, but certainly took me off guard at the at the beginning. Thank you for having me. And I hope people would benefit something today from hearing this. And I will add for our listeners that the transcription will be provided in the show notes, as well as a few websites for additional follow-up information. Thank you again. Thank you, Dr. Hunter. Thank you for listening to Kentucky Smiles on Talking Facts. Our goal is to provide you with knowledge to support your oral health needs. If you have suggestions for future topics, please message us on the UK College of Dentistry Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UKY Dentistry or visit our website at ukhealthcare.uky.edu forward slash dentistry for more information.